now, and we should be about uh, connected, and we're going to hear some lovely lullaby music and a little oratory and set off on today's journey here. Thank you, Lorena, with your lovely soprano voice there. Oh, for a voice like thunder. When the senses are shaken and the soul is driven to madness, who can stand? When the souls of the oppressed fight in the troubled air that rages, who can stand? When the whirlwind of fury comes from the throne of God and the frowns of his countenance drive the nations together, who can stand? When sin claps his broad wings over the battle and sails rejoicing in a flood of death, when souls are torn to everlasting fire and fiends of hell rejoice upon the strain, oh, who can stand? Oh, who hath caused this? Oh, who can answer at the throne of God? The kings and the nobles of the land have done it. Hear it not, heaven, thy ministers have done it. Yeah, all those ministers that don't have an oath of office on file, they done done it. Morning, folks. Here we go on the Saturday edition as Lorena tails out here. We'll pipe her down so they don't bite us on the back end just a little bit. And welcome you to the Saturday morning edition, the Saturday of Memorial uh, Day weekend edition, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, and, uh, it's the 27th of May and let's see if I can get Jitsi going here correctly. It's the 27th of May. Roger Sales, your host. We got Paul along for the ride and, uh, a number of you other folks here this morning. Uh, and Paul, uh, it's a weekend edition here on the Saturday deal. And so we're a little bit hobbled today on our platforms. Are we not? Yeah, just a little bit. I don't see Home Network.tv or FreedomNation.tv connected yeah. yet. They may show up later. All right. Okay. So all these different places yeah. that we're on, and uh, Paul usually recites them uh, and to give people proper credit here at the EurofolkRadio.com network. Thank you, Paul English. And Eli, Pastor Eli, of course, and uh, who was the motivation for this. Uh, as well as radio.globalvoiceradio.net network, and we'll find out about the other ones as we go forward. Good morning, kids. Yikes. Um, man, where do you start? Uh, one of the listeners sent me, uh, I found it over on Before It's News. I didn't see it pop up, the, and when it happened, it's evidently fairly recent. Uh, interview with Todd Callender, our uh, attorney uh, buddy that we'd love to have a conversation with out in Denver and uh, his research assistant uh, who one of our folks got a hold of with our information and she said oh yeah we know about that national stuff uh, and uh, of course they don't know about the national stuff correctly but that is that's the obstacle we fight here the the water's been very muddied unfortunately by people like Anna Von Wrights and David Strait 
uh, not whether it's intentional or not, don't know, not trying to pass a judgment. I just knew they're pe- teaching a lot of information that's extremely complex, probably greatly irrelevant, and uh, that misleads people like this little researcher for Tom Todd Callender, who previous to becoming a legal researcher three years ago was a school teacher. And so now one of our people get in touch with her because she doesn't have very much of a legal background. She's learning. Uh, she go, oh, yeah, we know about that. Well, no, I'm sorry you don't. Uh, but uh, that's the battle we fight, folks, the battle we fight. Finding people that are open to any of this type of information, period, is kind of a battle if you – some of you have been talking to folks. You understand what I'm talking about. And then when you get one and they think they know everything because you mentioned the word national. And, of course, they know it as state national or American national or I'm overstanding in my head with my feet up against the wall national or some other damn descriptor. And it ain't right. And they don't know what they're doing. They don't understand the damn implications of what we got in our hands here. Okay, But that's our, that's our cl- hill to climb. Okay. So anyway, it gets frustrating. Roger. Yes, Bruce. Good morning. Please don't forget sovereign citizen. That's what they call me on the radio all the time. I'm a sovereign citizen. Yeah, well, hell, that ain't they even it. At least national state national. State, state national is in the ballpark. Sovereign citizen ain't even in the ballpark. But that's the straw man that they set up uh, through the uh, sodomy pedophile larceny center down there in Montgomery. And these are the battles we fight, folks, and uh, they're pretty darn frustrating. I mean, I've been frustrated about it. Hell, I couldn't get anybody to listen. There wasn't any of this other stuff out there for years. And uh, so uh, now we got all these other little straw man distractions and this misinformation that's being taught and this, that, and the other. It's quite a struggle we got ahead of us, kids. And and how many people can think down to these very specific levels that uh, – uh, need to be understood to be able to move forward correctly so those are the challenges so you just take it one day at a time that's you know believe me do you think some of you guys are frustrated about this Merka, you get frustrated about this people not listen uh-huh well try try 30 years of it i know you picture it okay i, I know yeah so uh, that's where we are. And it may be that there's just a small group of people here, remnant type uh, people that are going to adhere to this. And that may be the impact. It may be the impact the good Lord is working. And uh, he's just waiting for everybody to be receptive, you know. It's people's mentality. When nothing else works, they'll start looking at the one that didn't make any sense, right? They'll look at the last thing that they didn't consider all the times when they wouldn't consider it and none of their crap worked. Maybe that's what the time we're leading up to. They okay. would, Roger. Yes. They they have to feel they're already uncomfortable. So what is going to be more uncomfortable? Being a U.S. citizen or a national? I don't know. What about if it gets to the point of uncomfort where you got a Chinese battalion that's been smuggled into the country with all the arms that they've picked up that have been here for eight or ten years that are marching down your street? How about that uncomfort level there? Right. Exactly. Roger, may I say something? Sure, sure, sure Bruce. I look at this as uh, the life of a beekeeper. You know, if you uh, walk into their hive, 
they're going to kill you if they're stinging you if you don't have protection and all the gear to go into that hive and handle the queen. Yeah. Or plant the queen you want right. in that hive. Right. And that's what we're doing. Well, you we're know, beekeepers. You Be know, a beekeeper. All right. Well, you're talking about the African bees, the Africanized bees. We're talking about Judaized Zionist bees. <laughs> They're in a very big hive of the son of a bitches. Uh, so anyway, we in my mouth. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, let's get on to something constructive here. We can bitch about it all day long. I've been bitching about it for years. Uh, Merka, did you did our did our kids show up? Oh, I wish people. I'm I'm going back and forth on Telegram with her. I'm and she says that she will be showing up, but she hasn't. Um, jumped on yet all right well uh, what we'd like to do is uh, to launch into this God, do you get where you hate these instant message things i mean no kidding <laughs> ah telegram gets to be from something that's useful to something that overloads you uh, i think josie is on uh free conference okay well josie are you there sweetie Oh, Josie, star six, please send me them damn messages. Good morning, Josie. Hello. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Hi, how are you doing? Oh, I'm pretty good this morning, all in um, all. I'm okay. Okay, well, we got a situation that's arisen that's here, and uh, Merka notified me about it through you. Josie, you're one of our listeners and students, right? Yes, um, we, I had called in, well, I don't know, one, two, I can't remember now, two months ago maybe or something, and um, myself and my family all sent in our affidavits to the Secretary of State of the um, and that's, you know, we haven't done anything else, but we had done that at least, um, thank God. Okay, um, well, there's your first problem right yeah. there, so, there uh, Josie, there's your first problem right there, but go ahead. Okay. Um, so yeah, so uh, my my so I'm talking about my nephew. Um, my family um, they went because my parents, my sister, my brother-in-law, um, and my, my nephew. Um, they're in Florida right now. I'm from Florida, but I'm in Michigan right now. So just to give a little context. Um, anyways, so they went to get some blood work done for my nephew, and. Somebody, we're not sure, called and reported them for I don't know what. Um, and then CPS showed up. I think it was one or two days later, but it was in the morning. Um, they showed up and okay. Hold um, on, hold on. They didn't they show did up at the hot. They didn't show up at the hospital where the blood was taken. Correct. No. They waited a couple of days no, and showed, showed up, up at the at, house. At the house Somebody in the hospital was looking for a commission. Okay, that's where this starts. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, nothing. So, then the ISA woman, and from my understanding, like I wasn't there, so, you know, my dad was funny, um, that she basically said, oh, you have a choice. And then my dad said, no, I'm, I'm doing this under duress. She came, so she came into the property. Um, and then she wanted to, I think she wanted to go into the house or whatever. And they were like, nope. And then that's when, you know, my sister, my, my brother-in-law was working. They called them to, to come home from work. 
Um, my sister came out, and then they they brought up the baby, but from far away. And she asked to take a picture. There, now, Josie, hold on, hold on, Josie, 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 hold on. You're talking real fast. Don't yes. be nervous. Settle down and give us the story, okay? Okay, sorry. Um, so they, so so the woman, so like she came in. Um, they called my brother-in-law from to come home from work. Um, so everything happened outside of the house, on the property, but outside of the house. Um, they brought out my nephew so she could see him from far away. And then at that point in time, I don't remember it was my sister, and she, and she asked to take a picture. They said no. They're barely on social media, so why would they allow her to take a picture anyways? Like, you know, they're, they're, we're private. We're private people. Um, and then my sister, I think my sister my dad, said we're nationals. You know, like, and then at that point in time, I think my dad gave her a cover letter, not the actual affidavit, for whatever reason. I'm, I'm unsure. But, and then... He, she was like, so you're not citizens? And then they were like, no. And she's like, okay. And then my mom was like, so are, are we done? Are we, you know, were we good? And she's like, no, I have to see whatever. So that was that, was that at that point in time. Um, then they get a call yesterday where she's asking to make an appointment for them to go to wherever her office is. And then I think at first they were like, you know, they were thrown off. And then finally my sister grabbed the phone and she's like, we're nationals, you're keeping your jurisdiction. We, you know, we will sue you and, you know, CPS if you keep bothering us and harassing us. Um, and then they, they sent out, at that point in time, they, they barely made it to the post office, but they sent out like a notice basically to CPS, her. Um, they were able to get it out in the mail yesterday. And now all I know from today morning, which is why none of them have hopped on yet, was I called just to see how everything's going. And I guess the administrator had shown up, but I'm not sure administrator from the CPS. I'm unsure of who administrator who, but showed up. And so okay. I'm not sure what's going on now. Okay. That's, well, that's let's go. All right. Well, let's go back to the first. Now, you said they're from Florida, but they're in Michigan now on vacation or something. They're, they're from, we're all from Florida. My family is in Florida, our home state. I'm the one that's in Michigan. So that's why I, I'm oh, like okay. not there on the scene, basically. Okay. All right. Well, you know the first thing they did, you did wrong, don't you? Not send out notices? Yep. Now, how many times do we have to go over this with you people? Don't do that. You, you want to do it, don't do it half-assed. They're at a severe disadvantage because they never followed up and sent the local people notices, folks. Now, whatever battle you're going to have to fight here, Josie, over this, it's all uphill because everybody didn't do that right there. You want to be a national, you want to be free, but you won't even do these damn simple things to solidify your position. And then when something happens, who do you come running to? You are the ones that didn't do it, but you come running to me. If you're going to do this, don't do it half-assed or don't do it at all. 
Well, I don't think anybody expected this to blow up so soon. I don't care what they expected. Expectations are bullshit. You do it, you want the freedom, you do it right. Okay. But the constructive thing to do is how to take the first step on that uphill battle. She did send out the notices. She's got the the date that she mailed them. She has the date on the original affidavits that are on file with the Secretary of State. As long as they're aged 30 days unrebutted, they still hold weight. I would. Uh, they should have copies of their affidavits. I would. So they can give a physical copy to somebody who knocks on the door. No cover letters. Affidavits. I would probably send some sort of a correspondence. You're going to have to have your folks do some research here. Okay. Now everybody's behind the eight ball now. Okay. So I would send some sort of a notice, find out who the national director of CPS is, find out who the regional director of CPS is, find out who the district director of CPS is and the agent and send them all a letter copied. On, this is my affidavit. This is when it was on file. You have no jurisdiction. Please adjust your records and your actions accordingly. We see, these are the notices that should have been sent out from the first. You know, what did you say, Murka? A sheriff and the CPS, well, Josie, when they first approached your house, there was a, they had a, a sheriff with them, didn't they? No, that was on the video, but um, um, I don't think they had an officer. I, from what the mom said, they didn't have an officer with them. They no did not. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, you, pardon me? But no, you, I was disagreeing that, that my understanding is there was no officer. Okay, well, that's a, you know, the, when IRS comes in to do stuff, they have to have a sheriff's department with them. That's one of the ways you can keep IRS out of your county or is to go to your sheriff and he won't cooperate with them. Okay. They can't come to your house and do that stuff without an officer there. Now, I don't know how it is with CPS. Okay. But they have no jurisdiction over your situation. But it, it, it just aggravates me that your family did not take the time to do the back-end notices to solidify your position. And I'm sorry to get aggravated with you, Josie, but this is not the first time this has come up. Virtually every one of the people that come here with traffic crap and everything else, oh, well, I didn't do that yet. I thought you were the one that wanted your freedom. God damn, this ain't complicated. It's simple as hell. So that's my first bitch, okay? And it's not at you, Josie. It's at everybody. I'm trying to help everybody here, for God's sakes. Look at these bastards we're dealing with. You're going to deal with them. You better do all everything correct, man. I did remind um, Josie... When I was talking to Josie and her mom to send all, all the notices in case they weren't done. So they're working on that. But um, we wanted to see if there was someone else yeah, that we needed to contact. Go, go ahead, Josie. Sorry, I do have a side question to that. In, in our case, my husband and myself, our baby, 
our home state is Florida. We always end up going back there, but we travel for his job. Josie, hold on, hold on. I can't hardly un- Josie, I can't hardly understand you. The connection's not good, and you're not talking right in the phone, and you're talking too fast. Slow down. Okay, sorry. Can you hear me better now? You better. Thank you. Okay. Um, my husband, myself, and my, our baby, our home state is Florida. So we're all Floridian. That's our home state. That's, but we travel for his job. So, like, right now we're in Michigan. We'll be here for we never know how long. Um, am I supposed to send notices to, the, you know, not, we're, we're going to be in Michigan for a while? Or no, I, I just worry about what my home state is. I would worry about what your home state is. But you see, this is one of these little situations. I can't okay. figure everybody's individual circumstances and contingencies into what we do here. There's no way to do that. Yeah, notice Michigan too, Josie. Okay. So you, you, you need to have your folks and your nephew get something done because see now we're on the memorial day weekend well now the now the post offices aren't even open on monday right they're open today though yeah well they probably don't have time today to go research get those people's name get their addresses where to send it how to copy it it takes a little bit of time but it's important folks it's important now. I, I I don't know that you would have thought, and we don't necessarily suggest people notify CPS. You know, this whole thing with children is relatively new. It only came up because of baby Cyrus in Idaho about a year or so ago. That's first thing I'd suggest they do and stand their ground, Josie. I'm a national. You got no jurisdiction. Back it up with paperwork and see yeah, where and see that's... where. And hold on, back it up with paperwork. Get it official. Send them notices. Send all those people I listed: the national director, the regional director, the district director, and the local person that's dinging you. And put all those people on notice that that affidavit's been on file, and you're not a citizen of the United States or a resident, and you don't come under their damn jurisdiction. That's the first thing I'd tell you to do. That's very helpful. Thank you. Okay, and the rest you're just going to have to see if they recognize it and if it develops. You know, these agents these agents go for the low-hanging fruit, usually. Okay? You find a vindictive one occasionally, I suppose, but they usually go for the low-hanging fruit. And if you start putting this stuff in front of them, they're going to go find some other kid to nab. Yes, Bruce, what would you have to say? Uh, just to give some people a reference, these people, um, all these agencies, all these government figures, even your town, uh, squire they're all practicing legal ease you are practicing law real law you got to understand Again, that okay they're that's right but that's else. right and that brings up another point well, you got two things to do here what do i tell you i don't charge you any money for this folks i'm giving you your damn freedom okay i'm laying it right in front of you a hundred years of three men's lives of research you're getting for nothing all you got to do is get command of the information and do the process correctly. That's your duty. 
And it, it's incredible to me we don't have folks that follow up on this. Oh, well, I follow a piece of paper. I'm free. Da, 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 until this happens. It's important to do your notices after you file up, send out your affidavit right away. Everybody. And I'm sorry to get aggravated. Josie, I'm not aggravated to you. I'm aggravated at the situation. I understand. That's completely understandable. I don't know if you completely understand or not, but you got some idea. Okay. So I'm sorry that happened to you. What? So somebody at the hospital, some technician or somebody there that's keyed into this whole little scam from the front end saw a chance to get a little bit of a kickback, kickback commission and turned it in off some kind of blood work? Is that, is that correct? That's what it seems like because when my family asked the woman that came, the child protective investigator, um, she, you know, who, who reported us, I believe her answer was, I don't know. But she knows the timing, about the blood work, basically what I would assume was supposed to be private information, which I guess that goes out the window when it comes to these things with CPS, they don't care. But anything that has to do with that visit. So obviously it was someone from, you know, wherever they wanted to get blood work done. (laughs) Snitches, little commie snitches. Well... The best answer I can give you is what? Okay, the best answer I can give you is what I gave you. I would have them get immediately start. You have to get on the Internet and find out who those people are and what their mailing address is. The national director of CPS, some agency. I don't. What's, what's CPS under? Does anybody know? What umbrella up there? Are they under HHS or Homeland Security or FBI? Does anybody know? Sounds like you get checked. On this woman's card, it says Department of Children of... Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Department of Children what? Services? Protective Services? Children and Families, I think it is. Something like, yeah, some Department of Children and Families, I think it is. I'm not sure if that's under something else, but... That would definitely be, I guess, the the breadcrumbs to follow. Okay, well, what you're going to have to do is find out who those people are and get something in the mail to them, and I'd do it immediately, as, as, as soon as possible. Okay? It doesn't have to be complex. It just needs okay. to be a statement, and you're going to need to connect them all with CC, CC all of them, send the head guy in D.C., the uh, whoever it is, and then CC the regional, the district director, and the agent at the bottom. So you take what you're going to send to the carbon copy. Carbon copy is what that stands for. You're locking them into the process. You're going to send it to the head guy, and you're going to carbon copy the other ones at the bottom and send them the same damn correspondence. And make sure you put the agency statement on there. Notice to principal is notice to agent. Notice to agent is notice to principal. Yeah, I gave her a copy of the notice stuff. The, 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 the body of the letter should be very simple, a copy of the affidavit, but the, that format to me seems important. 
The okay. lesson here, folks, don't do this half-assed. If you're going to do it half-assed, don't do it at all. Period. It's your freedom. You don't care about your freedom enough to do a simple couple of things out front correctly? Then you don't care about your freedom very damn much, do you? If you do it half-assed, you're just painting a target on your forehead. The chances that people are going to run into something are very slim. But it seems to me that all the people that run into something here are ones that hadn't done this properly. What, Josie? Sorry. Um, I'm very used to when you say, like, when you CC in an email, but in an actual letter, do you literally mean put CC on the notice? You, and, put, you, know, you put CC or whatever. You put CC and you list them. So-and-so, regional, national director, Child Protective Services, this address, boom. CC, regional director, Child Protective Services, address, boom. And they're locked in because they got a copy of the original mailing and they're on the document. Yeah, so you do the cover letter addressed... You do the cover letter addressed to the first principal, and then at the bottom of the cover letter, you put CC, and you list everybody you are sending a copy of that cover letter and affidavit to. Just list them down at the bottom. That way, everybody that gets that knows the names of everybody else that got it. Okay, okay, got it. Thank that way you don't have to do 10 separate cover letters. Okay, and let us know how it turns out, Josie, as it develops. Hopefully it won't develop any further than this. But you better tell your family to stand their ground. Stand their ground and stand on that affidavit. And anything that anything that they try and say, I'm a national, it doesn't apply. I'm a national, that doesn't apply. Roger. Gary. Good morning, Gary. Your hey, people morning. are your people doing this thing right? Uh, I hope so. I can't control each and every one of them, but they've surely been trolled, given examples, and I'm being told they're sending their notices. I mean, However, I wanted to add that's the situation. That... I didn't come on here until twenty five back. Well, okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You're okay. I know you get hot sometimes. Just take a deep breath and relax. Uh, God, it's like all the shit I do, nobody listens. Go ahead. This young lady needs to refer to her children. I, like I said, I come on at 25 after, so I don't know the situation. But you need to refer to your child as your property. In law, that does make a difference. Yeah, I, I agree with that. They're taking for because um, they consider it their property okay, under the feudal system. All right, here's another important thing. How old's the child, Josie? Five years, did you say? Uh, no, he's 
months. Okay, seventeen months. So here's the bit. All right, here's here's the here's the million dollar question. Did they do an affidavit for the child? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, then you're that. That's a good step. You see here, just for illustration for the audience, if the parents did one and the child didn't do one after it was born, the child's still liable. No, they did. They did affidavits for everybody in the family and all the children. This is another baby Cyrus attempt. Okay, well, you got it. it That is in your advantage. The fact that you didn't put all the local people on notice is a disadvantage. Okay? So I don't know how it's going to turn out. Follow through. At least you've done that correctly. Try and get something off to the CPS hierarchy from top to bottom, and let's see how they react. Make sure that you always have copies of your affidavits with you so you can present them immediately. And I'll tell you what anybody. else. It, it, it might not be a bad idea at the bottom of the CPS people to copy your local sheriff in that list at the bottom. Good idea. All law enforcement, too. Okay. And uh, a couple of no trespass signs on the property might be helpful, too. They shouldn't even be stepping on Gary, the property, let alone outside the building. Gary, they took the 17-year-old in to get a blood test, and somebody at the lab snitched them out for something. And the CPS shows up at their house. Did I hear you correct? A 17-year-old? 17 months 17 old. year or 17 months? No, months. 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 Oh. Yeah, it's just a money grab. They just, because they get paid two or $3,000 a week for a baby. Probably. Just all about money. Okay, and how do they get all this excess cash to grease all the skids? Is because the people are property and they've hypothecated a monetary system off of it. Everything goes right back to here every time, doesn't it? Every time. Yeah, actually, the bonds that were created by the parents before they became nationals, those bonds are partially funding CPS to come knock on the door. It's a whole thing. They just hypothecate it. Well. And if they can't hypothecate it and they don't raise the debt ceiling, the CIA just brings in some more illegal drugs and bud and buttresses up their black budget. Drugs, guns, kids. Yeah, Bruce. This is a perfect example of the government running terror on its people. No kidding. They're practicing terrorism. They're terrorists. You can go back to Oxford English Dictionary. They've changed it recently, but for, I guess, since the inception of Oxford English Dictionary, whenever that was, the definition for terrorism, the very first one, intimidation by government. So anybody got anything to add? Any questions, any comments?
I'm sorry to let my frustration flow through, and it's not aimed at you, Josie. It's just aimed at general frustration. Because I see these people, and they finally find us, or we find them, or whatever, and they want to be free, and it's free, and they won't even do the damn process correctly. Cost them a couple of stamps, a little bit of time. I'm free! I don't have to do that! Well, Roger, um, we're, it's, it's not a good situation, but at least they're seeing that they're going to get fight back from other than the U.S. citizens is also the nationals. And hopefully that'll expose them to, because we're showing them that, you know, they have no jurisdiction and hopefully people will start learning, um, at, U.S. citizens will start learning that there's an option. Oh, great. Learn it. I want them to start following through correctly, Marka. Right. People, I can't even get people to do do that. I think what we need to do is we need to get everywhere where the the detailed steps outlining how to file your national status affidavit and everything else, um, the the follow-up has to be bolded. Uh, important. You must put your local agencies on notice or filing the affidavit will not have the, the impact that it needs to have. You have to file the affidavit and then immediately file notices with your local authorities. We've got to stress the importance somehow. I thought doing step one is not it. You got to do steps. Yeah, I guess. I guess the phrase "weaponizing your position" doesn't have any effect. Right. I have that in the in the group. I have them uh, doing the notices right after they file their affidavit. But it's up to people to do it. Okay. So, I mean, listen, folks. It's your freedom. It's your freedom. Yeah, they've 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 spent uh, decades, if not centuries, setting up this system. You're not going to be able to unwind it in one day with one action. Uh, you're going to have to buttress your position. All right. Anybody else got any comments for Josie or on this situation? I'm going to take that as no. Okay, where else prayers, can we go? Josie. Sending prayers to the family. So where else can we go this morning? Oh hell, I'll just take the day off then. I think people are just I think people are still taking a deep breath. Just just trying to take it all. And I'm in. sorry. I'm sorry to lash out. Josie, it wasn't at you. It's frustration from me. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess people expect me to fly back to the States and hold your damn hand and guide you through this. Well, I ain't going to do that. It's your damn freedom. If it's important to you, do it and do it right. Don't do it half ass. And then even if you do the notices and you don't have command of the information and something comes up, you're not going to be able to handle that either. Gary, how's the group going out there, buddy? 
No, Gary's off banging on a wall somewhere. They don't follow the law. They try you with their legal ease. That's what this is, is a trial. And um, you put it back in their face. You can handle it. You know more information than they do. Stand up for your liberty. Go look at the um, the liberty tree. The flag. Hey, Roger. Gary. I'm, I'm not banging the wall today. I, actually, I was helping Gene in the garden. All right. <laughs> Trying to get everything planted and and uh, in so we can get some harvest this fall. But uh, I'm adding new people all the time. It's growing. So, I mean, that's it. I mean, we've passing out the brochures we made up and paul i do know that you want a couple changes made but i just haven't had time uh, paul, gary i'm glad i want less what i did when you sent me that because of my eyesight and everything it, it, it's difficult for me to blow that stuff up and keep everything in context okay i can do it but it's real difficult so i thought it better and i sent uh, i sent and forwarded your message to several people that i feel have pretty good command of this and just ask them to send you any suggestions so that's the way i handle this okay well that's fine i i got the suggestions and some of them i'll incorporate some of them i won't yeah but uh this isn't uh, tried and true if somebody feels like they need to change something before they go have them printed then that's up to them right uh, what i figured we do is we'll get we you did a preliminary one we'll get one with the suggestion just like the notice and due notice and due process right we'll get the suggestions in there y'all incorporate them in the ones that you want and feel that are uh, right and you can do and what we'll do at that point is we'll post it on the website and then everybody can look at it okay and if they feel it's good they can go get it printed if they can't they can make changes or suggest changes and we'll go forward with the molding it a little bit like dough as we go forward okay well yeah you always uh, you always change stuff to make it better that's fine yeah Uh, i just wanted something we could hand out that the people that are nationals you get to talking to somebody you could say, hey, here, read this or take this and study it or something. You know, just something to pique people's interest, maybe. Right. Well, it's good to leave uh, something in their hands. I'll tell you another trick we used to use uh, in, in network marketing, Gary, is because, uh, you know, you'd go back before the Internet. You'd have to go do copies. So you'd go spend all kinds of time over a hot copier and all the money that costs for copies. And you go hand them out and nobody reads it, right? Okay, yeah, boom, here, give Correct. me this, bam. Well, what we, what somebody did was they said, give me a dollar. And they made them give them a dollar for the piece of paper. And now they've got something in it and they're more prone to look at it. Yeah, that could work. But, uh, it's just meant to be a guide or something you can try to recruit people with. It kind of hits the high points, uh, I especially like the court case that's on there that where they uh, admit that we're property and franchises of the federal government. So 
We'll get it done. Okay. Well, good work to you and Gina. Give her a big hug. Give her a big hug and a big thank you for all of us because I know she contributes mightily to the effort, you two. And uh, for those of you who don't know. For that pet. For that pamphlet, we owe most of the credit to Gina. She's the one that come up with most of it. Yep. Uh, Gary and Gina have got a local group going out in Flathead County, Montana. How many people you got? You got two meetings a week, one for uh, regular folks and a new meeting on Wednesday, one on Monday and one on Wednesday, I believe. And you've had, what, 50-plus people showing up per week at the Monday meeting? Oh, at least. Yeah. Well, our email list is now up to over a hundred. Is that right? So fantastic! Not everybody, and not I, everybody shows up every week. Well, of course not. People Most got you know things, but it, can you imagine? Now let's see. If you got in Flathead County, Montana, you got over well, let's say a hundred people that have gone through your course and whatever. And let's just say that all hundred have done the follow up correctly. There's a hundred affidavits on this sitting at that sheriff of Flathead County's office, folks. You think that's going to get his attention at some point? Y'all getting my drift here? Then uh, this last Thursday we had a meeting with a gentleman by the name of Ahmed Jabi, who's a, a specialist on all this facial recognition and ID and stuff like that. And six people are going to start coming on Mondays just out of that meeting. So it's just a matter of getting out there. I mean, Ahmed Jabi was nice enough to let me. Uh, put a spiel out for the national thing and six people come up to me and said hey we're going to start coming and we want to know more about this you know i think i've saw him yeah, interviewed. gary i think i saw him interviewed somewhere this guy that has moved up there to montana so he's in your county up there oh yeah we're good friends we've been to dinner and different stuff yeah and he's really trying to educate people on all this facial id stuff yep. and the uh internet of things to come and all that he, the guy's got two master's degrees in computer science and right. engineering he's got several patents to his name uh he specialized in miniaturizing cameras yeah <laughs> so he really understands what's going on with uh the internet and that system that's one reason why i tell people they're not going to do an emp or a nuclear bomb they've spent too much money with their control system to ever scrap it so just just think about that how much okay. money billions and trillions they've spent putting cameras in and oh my god the internet and towers and everything else to track everybody they may do something localized just to scare the crap out of people but that's it well thank you for so one your... thing i do want to mention Roger, one thing i do want to mention and make people aware of is they started issuing satellite telephones to the senate 50 of them. the house next well no they they yeah, well, issued them to the senate but they only gave out 50 of them and one of the senators that's a republican said nobody offered me a sat phone what are you talking about well that ought to tell you that they're going to take the uh cell phone service down for a while and blame it on somebody probably china russia whoever or a false flag done with this 26 tons of ammonia nitrate that's disappeared between texas and california yeah uh i, I could see them doing a murrow building thing again blaming it on the yeah uh, listen folks they got they got uh, no choice 
there's I, the white domestic at the way things are going and what's happening they can't afford afford to have another election can they no i don't think so i'm surprised they haven't got rid of biden already and put kamala harris in well that oh, is who a- is uh one of if you don't know it kamala harris is a uh, owner of a corporation that is spearheading all this crap down on the border when, yeah, that's right. I heard something about that too. And also, her husband is a Zionist Jew, whose uh, his former law firm in San Francisco with forty plus attorneys, and their client was, and their main client was China. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, Gary, it would almost be a blessing if, if 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 that happened in one respect. And I, I'm shocked that I, I don't hear anybody talking about this. I, I may have heard it once a couple of years ago when they first got in. I've never heard anybody talk about it since, except here. Kamala Harris is not a natural born citizen. She's not even qualified to be in the position she's in. Her one of her parents is is from a uh, Caribbean, Jamaica, and the others from India. She is a birthright citizen, but she's not a natural born citizen because her parents weren't natural born U.S. citizens. She's not even qualified to be in the position she's in, folks. Well, they probably changed the definition of natural born just to mean it coming squeezing out of some woman's pelvis. <laughs> Well, that's what people that's what people think it is, but you got to have and think of it, the logic of this, they don't want somebody that's born here of a foreign parent getting into that position because they potentially still have foreign ties. Kamala Harris can go to Jamaica today and run for public office in Jamaica. How can she be running the second position in our country at the same time when she could have uh, outside loyalties? It doesn't even make sense. Well, none of the system makes sense, so <laughs> we might as well just uh, but, get ready for what's coming as best we can and, and go from there. But, hell, nobody's even bringing it up, Gary. Oh, I know. You don't have to tell me, Roger. You already know. You remember I've been in this stuff for years. So, anyway, we're, uh, we've got a nice big garden going. It's uh, 75 feet by 75 feet. We've got a greenhouse, a hoop house. Because if you don't realize that up here in Montana, you can't get a ripe tomato unless they're in a some yeah. type of greenhouse. And you might not even be able to then in the middle of one of those cold winters. Oh, we've been able to. We've gotten ripe tomatoes out of the greenhouse already. Cool. But I'll tell you what, when you move to some place, there's... Uh, this ain't like planting crops in Indiana. I'm telling you that. We had to learn how to plant stuff up here to make it thrive. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different setting. I'm sure. We're at right at 4,000 feet where we're at. Right. So uh, the big difference you got to learn here is that uh, there's such major temperature swings. I mean, it'll be 85 in, during the day, and at night it could get down to 35. Right. In the same day. Right. Sound like Ecuador. As my friend here says, Ecuador, the only place where you can experience all four seasons in one day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I know the feeling of that. That's Alabama. (laughs) But uh, 
I wish we had a moved here 25 years ago. I really do. I'll bet. Not just five, five years ago like we did. All right. I would have loved to raise our children here. Yeah, I can imagine. This is one of the most conservative places in, that you'll find in the country. Yeah. And overall, I mean, you've got your exceptions no matter where you go. But overall, the people you meet here and so forth are more like the people in the country I was a child in. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're thinking about moving and you don't have any place to go, come up to Flathead County in Montana. Yeah, but when you get up there, don't buy a bunch of North Face clothing, okay? Find some other way to stay warm. Don't shop at the local Target either. (laughs) That's right. Did you hear, hear, Gary, the new... uh, the the new uh, comment I think it was uh, <laughs> a sketch brought it to us after the show yesterday. Your daddy drinks Bud Light. Oh, go ahead. Your daddy drinks Bud Light. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, I, I have been asking a few of the local bar owners how their Bud Budweiser sales are going, oh. and uh, they're saying they've dropped off the edge of the earth. You know, and, and no, this this is true. This is true. I saw a picture of it in a display of cases of Bud Light in a store, and the price for a case of beer was sixteen dollars and ninety five cents. And Bud Light will give you a fifteen dollar rebate. You can buy a case of a beer for under two dollars. Good. Yeah, we got to boycott Ford. We got to boycott Budweiser, Target, North Face. Oh, and Ford, we boycott because if you guys haven't seen it, they wash a truck and it has it's all decorated in rainbows. Oh, sh- yeah. I thought I never thought Ford would do that because their Ford has been the number one selling pickup truck in the United States for over fifty years, and here they're alienating all their customer base. Well, you know, they got a real penis erectus for Ford anyway. If you go back to the when the takeover times and Henry Ford knew who these guys were and uh, was a big buddy oh, yeah. of Thomas Edison. He knew who these guys were. And so what do they do? The first thing they do is try and go after their companies and turn them bad. This is this how vindictive these people are, folks. Okay, hey, Roger. Back in the you second, and if you go through that book, if you go through, is that what's your question, Bruce? I'm pretty sure, probably. Uh, is that the battery battery powered pickup truck? Yeah, the one, diesel. Yeah, the one they tell you not to use the heater on; just use the seat heater and the and the steering wheel heater on. Yeah, that one. I think is that the one, Gary. Yeah, it's their new one they're bringing out. So, but hey, Roger, I got to get to doing some honeydew list and yeah, okay. work at home here. I'll be listening. But All right, thanks buddy. for talking. I haven't been able to talk or even listen hardly this week. Okay, I've been tearing down a a big building and getting it scrapped out. Okay, well, you go back. So, uh, have a good one. Go back to keeping Miss Gina happy, and we'll talk to you soon. Good work on both of you. Give her a big <laughs> hug for us. Okay. Well, well, next Roger, to God, that's my again. that's my that's my number two priority is keeping Miss Gina happy. <laughs> I I understand. If Mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Yeah, Bruce, what you got? See you, Gary. 
Also, this um, dual citizenship and holding office, um, they're criminals. You can't be a dual citizen and hold any office on this land. You're, you're, you're a wish washer. Well, guess what? I'm just so listening to They don't to, have a, a, a steady mind. I'm listening to, a uh, as we go here to the show this morning, to uh, something a listener sent me, a Todd Callender interview. I alluded to it earlier. Um, guess who just cut off for you? Who? The Federal Register. The country's legal organ just cut off FOIA. They can't go back and get records because when they file their oaths of office, it's got to be published in the Federal Register. Well, calendars speculate, and this goes all the way back to 1963. And one of the things that we hadn't discussed this guy on here very much, Cleon Skousen. Familiar with him, Murka? You ever heard that name, Skousen? Is 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 some of his family still active in the movement? They're Mormons, big Mormons out of Utah. Cleon, the patriarch here, was J. Edgar Hoover's assistant at the FBI. He wrote a series of books, probably the most prominent one is called The Naked Communist. Have you heard of this, Marco? No. The Naked Communist, I found a copy at a yard sale back in Georgia. Several of his books at a yard sale, that was one of them. It was entered. There's a list of 50 things the communists needed to do to take over the country. One of them was taken over the FBI. It was published in that book, and it was read into the Federal Register by one of the congressmen in 1963. Guess what number 13 on that list is, Marka? Get rid of oaths of office. Wow. Do you understand why? Because the oath of office is what ties them to the duty of their office. If there's no oath of office, it's not tied to any duty. And they're impersonating a government official, which all of them are doing. Right. Okay, the good news is that because of that, they can be arrested by even a sheriff. And the point of the interview I got into was a guy that's... uh, Adams knew him because he's had him interviewed before. It's a guy that's the, evidently the sheriff for the Republic of Texas. Not Texas, the Republic of Texas. And if, for instance, that absolute, I detest this guy. There's not many people you just see interviewed that you don't know that you just detest, right? I detest right. this Mayorkas character. This sheriff, he goes to Texas, this guy could go in and arrest him on the spot. Could. Okay. So that's the that's where we are, folks. So don't don't do your your stuff correctly, okay? Could do it half ass and see how far it gets you. Do it half ass and then come up against one of these challenges and just see about the uphill battle you gotta fight from that point. 
So you just go ahead. Don't do it right. Just do it half-ass, okay? And then you suffer the damn consequences. Maybe you'll learn that way. Anybody got anything else this morning? I'm just sitting here trying to stay positive. It's very hard. Yes, it is. But at least if you know the it's easier when you've done everything correctly though, isn't it? Yes. You have to be belligerent. You see that that's that's my big fear here is this information hits these young young people and not young necessarily, but young probably predominantly more. They go, Okay, I'll just send this off. They don't study. They don't learn anything. They send off something they didn't even write. They don't understand. If you tried to quiz them on it, they can't give you answers, but yet they're free. Okay? And they're going to get into some kind of a a crappy-ass problem, and some of these word masters are going to trick their ass, and it just nicks away at the credibility of everything we do that's correct here. Everything we do that's based on law, that's based on history, that's based on everything absolutely grounded. So... That's one of my big concerns. That's why I say get your arms around the information. You don't have to learn every jot. You don't have to learn every tittle. But you got to understand what the hell you've done and what you're trying to do. It's your freedom, folks. Sorry to be so agitated today, folks, but I get very frustrated. I mean, this this is my life right here. Your freedom is my life. I give you I give you two hours a day, seven days a week. I think about it constantly. I don't do anything else in my life that isn't really revolved around this right here. That's how important it is to me. My question is, how important is it to you? And only you can answer that. Okay. Or else. Nancy, you still with us, sweetie? Or did I drive you off? I'd driven poor little Nancy off. Well, I'll bite, Roger. This is sketch. Um, I was thinking, you know, uh, people like to play games, and they've been playing games with us for a long time. I was thinking if we could uh, develop either a, uh, you know, one of these uh, games for uh, young people, because young people like to play games on the computer. To somehow get all this information into a game, and you know, I, I guess the benefit would be they would uh, take out the crooked people at the end, and that would be the benefit uh, for playing the game. But it would educate them along the way. Well, not a bad idea, idea. But who's going to do it? Who's going to come up well, with the ideas? Do the concept? Write some sort of an app and do all that. If anybody wants to do that, take a stab. Knock yourself out. 
Yeah, I understand. I, you know, I'm not a gamer, so I, I, I but I just had that idea, and and it would, uh, it would um, be able to pass, you know, be able to pass, be passed down, and it would be, uh, you know, recorded, and um, you could even, um, you know, you don't even have to sell it. You could do the underground thing, you know. Um, how about hey? What do you want to title it? Hang the Zionist Jew, and hang them all at the end, uh, or something like that, or hang hang the, the Roger, yes, cro- crooked crooked somebody. Get get one of them to do a TikTok. They can do it on that. Well, we got yeah. we've had yeah. some TikTok stuff out. Anthony had a whole bunch of people looking at his TikTok stuff. I don't know what's going on with that. You know. Or a board, or a board game, Roger. You know, like Monopoly. Yeah. Well, those are not bad ideas. It's got to be somebody's got to come up with it and implement it and come up with the concept and all that stuff. And I ain't going to do it. No, I understand. I understand. Well, I was just throwing it out there, trying to keep the okay. conversation going. All right. Well, good sketch. We could use a little pleasant conversation. And again, I'm sorry to get so aggravated, but please understand my frustration here. Okay. I mean, well, yeah. I got one more. Well, I'm going to yeah, offer. I, I, you got you, you new folks. You new, you new folks. Hold on, just a minute. You new folks. You got no idea of the pain and sacrifice has gone into getting us to this point right here. You got no idea, folks. Fifteen and a half years in federal prison just for teaching this stuff? For John and Glenn? Fifteen and a half years in prison for teaching this? That's just one example. That's not even all the other stuff. Yes, Bruce. I'm just kidding around with this, but I'm going to charge uh, 10% of my idea if anybody does TikTok, I'm going to charge them 10%. Okay, all right. pay, pay Bruce whatever your Just proceeds do. are. Give us a little 10%. Ah, okay. Where else can we go this morning? Does anybody have anything lighter or breezier? Say, Roger. Yes. There's, is that Mark? Mark the Spark here. Yeah, hey, man. Uh, listen, uh, I got on early today, so that's good. And I heard your frustration coming through, and it's very understandable. I uh, went through a similar kind of thing wherein my nephew had gotten into a tango, and his mother, my sister, went to his supposed rescue, but she didn't understand that the attorney uh, was good cop and good cop, bad cop in her. And uh, some $50,000 later, yep, he's, uh, he's now on a list. And uh, this had to do with the fusion centers. Have you ever heard of the fusion centers? I, I have. You want to okay, tell the, the audience? Center, there may be some in the audience that aren't. Why don't you tell them what they are? Well, I have, I have a little bit of an understanding that the fusion center, by the way, the first fusion center, uh, it's basically a setup to compromise 
the common folk uh, set up by the FBI, I believe, maybe even the CIA at a deeper level. But the first fusion center, by the way, folks, was set up in Missouri. And um, and they're still in operation. And, oh, they're uh, in operation all over the country. Yeah. And um, so... Uh, it was a setup to. It was a setup to uh, put hooks in a lot of people, and uh, especially local officials. Yeah. So. Yeah. So the deal is, uh, uh, I was very frustrated with that. I mean, I understand my sister. You know, it's her son, and which you know, and, and that that attorney, which was a female attorney, uh, you know, got into my sister's heart and compromised her by having her sign off on some things which he she did not have to sign off for and he didn't have to sign off had he not he wouldn't he wouldn't be in uh he wouldn't be tagged to this day so anyway uh, but i want to share this with you because uh also about your frustration that uh see you're so you're like a drill instructor uh uh roger because really, this is boot camp, okay? It is. And uh, okay, but I got to say this: that there's times when I've listened to the show, the reveal. I call it this Rogers reveal, and this is a fly-in where we're all coming. We're the part of your squadron. We come in, we listen in, and we take it back out to where we're from, and we do what we can to activate it. So, uh, but uh, uh, there's times where the conversation goes to a higher level. With, with those who have a deeper understanding who've been at this for a long time. And what it does is it kind of, uh, and that's okay to a point, but yet the basics, the basics, the basics. What'd you say, Vince Lombardi? Remember Vince Lombardi? Blocking and tackling. Uh, yeah. Now, now, by the way, now I don't know if you played that game with the oblong ball. I did in school and uh, ended up at our, our high school, went to state, and we got first place. So, and now our school was small, country school, so we played both sides, uh, offense and defense. So I know about how to t- block and I know how to tackle. I was a center on offense and I was a linebacker on defense. And um, so I really get it because when I watch pros play, I'm like, we're, these pro- professionals are paying, paid millions of dollars. It's like they didn't. They, they, it seems like they didn't even go to Mighty Might football or something. They they they've lost the basics, but so the basics are very important. So as a re- relative to military, because I was in the military, I'm okay, going to stop you for just a second, Mark. I'm going to inject okay, a comment. Sure. This came from Brent one day. Everything is simple when you understand the basics. Exactly. But if you don't integrate those basics, I'm talking about integrate them into your being where you get it. You don't even have to think about it. You respond. You know what to do. You just know what to do. So it takes a while, being that we're being discombobulated by all these distractions. You know, the common folk are being distracted here, there, and everywhere with all this fear-mongering and all this crazy stuff. Because they don't want us to get back to our core where we get it, where we know who we are. We know we should be free. And we reclaim who we really are. So, uh, so, so on this on this note, so in, in military, you go to boot camp, then you go to your A school, which is where where you learn 
the foundation of whatever work it is you're going to be doing in the military. And then after you've got some experience under your belt with that, then you go to a C school, which is a specialty school, which is where they find out that you're really certain aspects of what you do is you're really good at certain things and they want to give you a higher level of uh, integral training for that. See, so there are steps uh, and, um, and I've been trying to discern those steps and now I'm in a place where I can actually activate these steps, but I didn't want to dip my toe in the pool and do a half ass because then I could get in trouble. If I go, if I, cause I, I listen, I do not tangle with tornadoes and I do not haggle with hyenas. And when you go into the court, you're tangling with tornadoes. Now, I also happen to have a little reference for tornadoes because I'm from Tornado Alley. And you're surrounded by hyenas. Yeah. So tornadoes, folks, can spin up in a moment's notice and they can become extremely powerful and extremely deadly and they can wipe everything out. In 30 minutes, they can go from nothing, zero to 100 miles an hour in, in no time. And uh, it's a- absolutely dangerous. Now, so that correlates to court. You go in there and you say the wrong thing and you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what, you know, you don't know where you stand. You're, they're taking you down. That's right. And, you're going to end up, you're going to be in Oz. Yep. So, uh, and haggling with hyenas has to do with people that might think they know what they're talking about and they don't. They're just, they're just, you know, they're in their head. They're not in their heart. They're not in their, they don't have integral knowledge of what really, what really is going on. And, and you can get lost in that easily and, and think that, you know, so you don't want to do that. I don't want to haggle with hyenas. So, uh, but back to this. So, uh, and I've uh, connected with, Merck on this, because Merka, by the way, Merka is a very good uh, student. She's an excellent example. Uh, and Paul is good. And I've learned a lot just by listening to them, listening. So, uh, but I would say back to the basics, Vince Lombardi basics, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, so uh, because if it gets, if it gets deep for some of these other outside issues, then uh, further down the line, which, you know, that can distract and kind of confuse some people and it has me a little bit uh at times but uh i wanted to ask you this uh roger because a week ago and i did listen to brent's show a week ago and i listened in yesterday but a week ago he talked about property your land important but you know one property he didn't talk about now i because it came to me and it's like and I wanted to speak up, but I didn't want to get my tongue cut off, okay? That's why I don't speak up in Brent's deal. If I do listen in, I won't speak up, okay? So so I'm going to ask you, Roger, what's our number one property? Us. Us. Your body, your being, your temple, your temple. Our bodies are a temple for our soul, our spirit. And uh, so we're my number one property is me, you know? And... Uh, uh, also, I do have a, re- uh, a reference for being chattel, the deal about being chattel, which is like cattle. And I happened, my second family, I was adopted. My second family had over 100 head of Black Angus. That's cattle. Okay? And that's chattel. But guess what? I was adopted. And I realized afterwards, after our second family was destroyed, 
that the way that my adoptive father was treating, had treated me was like chattel, like I was his property, even when I became an adult. Okay? So uh, that has to do with title of ownership. Title of ownership's your birth certificate. I mean, seemingly, what they've made up. So uh, this, what you're about, and, and, and like I said, you, you were surprised that some people who seem to be very intelligent, like Brent, it took him years to get this. Well, it's his attitude. I, it's his attitude and his perspective, and I understand it now, and I understand it then. I've got other friends that have take that same position. No, I was born free. Well, the, that position is not wrong. Okay, where they're missing it is they refuse because of why ever to admit that they've been tricked, and then they agreed to it. That's what they can't get over. Well, then I'm going to I'm going to say this, Roger. You might not like to hear this. It has to do with ego. Well, I'm not it's a pride. Yeah, I, I, it's just it, I I'm not going to argue with you. Okay, but that's yeah. the situation, yeah. and I understand so, it. And they're not wrong, but they're right. not right. Right. Well, the deal is, is see when they get see. see here's the deal. Here, you know what makes the difference. You know what makes the difference in that? They tricked them with the two questions throughout their whole adult lives. Hold it. You agreed to this. You agreed to this. Point made. Go ahead. Right. Well, so I agree with that, uh, with what you just said. But even deeper, see, we've all got egos. The thing is, is we have to learn how to rein in our own egos. And we can get an ego attachment to something that we thought we know. And, oh, by gosh, and by golly, I know it, right? If you can't return back to a space of not knowing, I call it tabula rasa, the blank slate. If you can't go back to that space, then you can't listen to Holy Spirit when it guides you like it did you, see? Roger, that's, because, see, I keyed in because I really wanted to know what happened when you got it. Something just out of the blue, just came to you. It's like it, the, I, well, the, I looked, the dots. Could, I looked at a yeah, passport form. That's when I got it. Leaving the country and having to, from my own, and everybody has a apprehension about dealing with these bastards. In any governmental capacity, anytime you got to interact with government, it is unsettling. Okay, and I I may not have ever looked at a passport application if I didn't decide to leave the country. That is what gets me, Mark, as I look back and think about this, is that it was the little voice telling me to get out. It wasn't just to get out of the country. It was to find the answer. So, Roger, in that moment, you didn't assume that you already knew it. I knew all the background stuff. I could never put it together because they keep changing the labels on the concepts. So you can't isolate it. But I, I'll tell I'll tell the story because what happened at that moment is uh, is was synergistic. A bunch of things came together. 
okay? I'd been studying this for 15 years. I understood very well from the first weekend there was two different statuses, but I didn't have all the rest of it, and I couldn't pinpoint it because they changed the labels, and I didn't understand that concept totally, even though I understood them pretty well. I still didn't have that fine point right there. That's the primary weapon they do is take the concept and just put another label on it. Just, you know, my old saying, they just run out another pig. They put a little colored different lipstick and a little tutu on her. And, oh, everybody, oh, oh, look at the new pig. It's the same old pig. And when I saw that at the top of that DS-11, Secretary of State of the United States of America, bold letters at the top, and then back then, they had the warning statement as far away from the application as they could get it at the very start of page one. Warning, you can attach documentation including affidavits. Secretary of State, I knew he was the head guy. You can attach documentation, including affidavits. Ding, 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 ding. That was the moment, Mark. I remember I, my brother was visiting at home that weekend, and I, I went I went out in the, the little foyer that we got there at the house, and I said, George, I got these son of a bitches, okay? I got them. He goes, sure you do. <laughs> I did. I had them from that moment right there, Mark, and I knew it. So are you saying that they were here? Here's a reference here. Possible. They were hiding right in front of you. They were hiding they, power, right in front of us. Power, power. This is what I learned from my shaman friend in Argentina who'd been studying power from the spiritual side for 20 years. He helped me. He was he was my Spanish teacher for a while. Okay, and and so at that point I was so frustrated. Merca, I don't know if you've heard me tell this story. The reason I had so much trouble with Spanish is because you know Spanish and English are opposite in many ways, subtle ways but important ways. You know, it's not the 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 red house; it's the house red. So you know, E's are I's, I's are E's, V's are B's. You don't pronounce the H's. J's are H's. You know, it's got all these little rules that are different from English. And so, what most normal people, if Mark here was to sit down and start to learn Spanish, he'd just have to make one jump. But because I understood this, and I start, and I think dialectically, I had to go through two jumps in my mind before I could get to that point, and it gave me fits. Okay, I mean fits learning the language, or even to the poor extent I learn it today. Okay, so anyway, at that point I'm interviewing teachers because he was the ninth one. Mark, I'd either been through nine. I mean Rosetta Stone, all of them, you know. And so finally uh, we were dancing tango, and the girls at tango didn't speak English, and they wanted to talk. And so one of the gals spoke a little English, and she said, I know this guy that lived in the States for six years and and knows English and Spanish very well. And so that was this guy. His name was Diego. And so at that point, I'm interviewing teachers because I had found a course, and I should plug it. Any of you got to learn Spanish? SynergySpanish.com. That should be your first stop. SynergySpanish.com. Excellent way of learning the language okay so anyway i had stumbled into that 
and it was effective. It overcame the obstacles that I was going through in the other ways. And so I was interviewing teachers, Mark, to see if they could teach me like that. Okay? So when I sat down with Diego for the first time, I went over to his house, and I took a copy of my affidavit with me to try and explain to him this conundrum that I was in. Okay? And years later, when we got back together, and uh, uh, it's a whole story. I could do a whole show on Diego and I. So years later, after we got back together, he was helping me on another project, you know. And we were sitting down talking, and he said, you know, Roger, when you gave me that affidavit, it increased my understanding 50 years that was his statement see here's what he'd been studying power from the spiritual side i've been studying it from the technical legal side and our paths crossed and that's what he told me mark if there's anything that he told me that stuck with me i think about it to this day constantly and his statement was exactly what you said Power always puts what they're doing to you right in front of you. Are you a citizen of the United States? Are you a resident? Mark, this is Bruce. Go ahead, Bruce. Mark, I'm um, an all-star football player, too. I play both ways, fullback and linebacker. Got my stable player every year on the team. Because I would be a blocking linebacker. I could run down the field and throw a block all the way down the field when the tight end caught the ball and run for a touchdown. They loved you. When you hear me deliver, when I deliver something, I'm playing linebacker, defense. When I'm going after somebody, I'm playing fullback. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. So anyway, Mark, your statement, power always puts power right in front of you, man, is dead accurate. You people, this first time you've been exposed to this, you start looking, you'll see it everywhere. Hell, it's all over the currency you use every day. How much more in front of you could they put it than the back of the damn $1 bill? And I want to I want to acknowledge you, Roger, for the, I, I'm going to call this the space between the notes, because when we cling on too hard to what we think we know and don't back away from it and go back to I, what I call tabula rasa, where we empty ourselves to go back to nothing. Yep. And when we go back to nothing, then that's when we can listen that's and right. really hear what do I- being guided by being guided by spirit to something that may be a new awareness. Like like my understanding is since you've been doing this there, you've had some new awarenesses along the path. I kill it every day. Every, I mean, often I'm still coming to new conclusions, folks. Seeing stuff I didn't see before. I try and benefit you guys by telling you that so you don't have to spend 30 years doing it. I love when that happens, Roger. When you when you find something new or you learn something new from researching and learning. Well, you know what and happens? Here's what. See, here's what. Here, here's the bigger picture here. 
and Brent and I have talked about it before. Same thing happens to him. Okay, when you get enough knowledge on some subject, remember the Bible says it doesn't say seek knowledge. It says seek understanding. When you get enough knowledge in there, you start getting the understanding, whether you're looking for it or not. All of a sudden, these thoughts just come to you. But you got to have the knowledge there. I mean, that's the hand of God to me. Yeah, on, on, when the, answers, on, that, on that. answers, answers just got come to you. Yeah. And so what comes to me is the dot, clarifying the dot and then connecting the dots. And the space between the notes or the space between the dots is where sometimes the new aha comes through and you go, wow, when you're when you're working at connecting these dots, clear, still clear, I see every day I work at clarifying the dot. I go back to clarifying the dot, the basics, Vince Lombardi, clarify the dot, clarify the dot, clarify the dot. It's like it's no different than hammering out uh, samurai swords. I mean, they, what they do is if making a samurai sword, they have to beat out of the yep. impurities. They yep. heat it up and beat out the impurities, beat out the impurities, beat out the impurities. And that's what you're doing, Roger. That's what this is about, beating out the impurities because we have been so deceived for so long and so misled and and, and distracted and all this ridiculousness. we got to beat out the impurities. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and your point is very well made about the blank slate. Uh, what what's one of our biggest problems around here is getting these refugees from David Strait and Anna Von Reitz and getting all that I'm a man living on the land crap out of their damn mind go up in front of a judge I'm a living man on the land well your living ass is going to jail pal I could totally see that too when people when people say that I can picture it. And you know exactly where they're coming from. You know where they got it, don't you? Yep. And see, Roger, I want to say, share this with you also that, that, because uh, I've, I've been tracking some, the, I, I track time in a different way. I don't use the regular, I mean, we have this man-made calendar, which is, which is, it's, it's, uh, it's unequal. It's, and they did that by design to take us away from the natural rhythm of, of, uh, and the wisdom of nature and wisdom of God. Uh, but right now we're in a time of purification, distillation down to the basics, you know, you know, uh, you know, uh, getting rid of the impurities, 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 because we're, we're right around the corner. We're opening up to, uh, a real deep, perception of what's really been going on a lot of people are going to start waking up because there's a lot of them asking questions uh and uh even even without them being challenged without the challenge being directly in their face but uh that uh, that's happening too but there's you know people are having some ahas and they're and they're getting upset because they're saying what the hell's going on here uh so that's going to happen more and more and more so that's more important for us to, to hammer out the impurities and get down to the basics, the basics, the basics. I very much appreciate the basics, man, because I've been working at this for a while trying to get the basics because I'm not, you know, I didn't want to dash forward and go, oh, yeah, I know this stuff. No, I don't know this stuff. I'm still learning the basics from you, Roger, and from the group and uh, from listening. So thank you. Uh, so we're, 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 on a, we're on a precipice of, of a breakthrough of perception of how we see things and seeing right through their bullshit. 
okay? Right through the facade, right through their mask. And it melts away, doesn't it? I mean, once you get uh, aware of this, it just, the veil just melts away. It's just like I saw a clip from the Wizard of Oz the other night with Dorothy and the scare man, the scarecrow and the tin man and they're in front of Oz and all that. And all of a sudden little Toto goes over and pulls curtain back. They're going, well, hold on. What's going on here? Because the, the illusion can go no further from when the curtain gets pulled back. And, 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 and Roger, see, they, they, the dark ones, they know this. Of course they do. What what do you, what do you think all this censorship has been for two years? What do you think a trillion dollar judgment against Alex Jones is about? They, so although on the, on the surf, although on the surface, because they're really good actors, okay, they're really good actors, but they're getting they're they're stumbling over themselves. But behind the scenes, they, they are there. I believe they are terrified that we're about to wake I, up. I and they agree. know that we're waking up. They, they know they are throwing every every kitchen sink they can find at us and changing the definitions and and throwing these letters back at the you know. You know, throwing the letters back and changing the wording and da 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 you're ridiculous, man. Yeah, about taking away the FOIA for the Federal Register. Okay, tell us, can, I appreciate knowing that. Tell us the significance of that. Get, dig a little well, deeper. okay. Connect the dots for us. You ever heard of the term legal organ? I've heard it, but I don't know what it is. Go ahead. Well, every place has got one. It's where you put all the legal notices. Now, this goes back to... Due process, doesn't it? Due process, notice, and the right to be heard. Well, if you're going to put notice, you got to put it in some place central that's kind of for that purpose, don't you? You can't. You just don't want you step out the front door and go. I'm a national, and everybody's supposed to know it. No, there's a central location to post legal notices: marriages, divorces, bankruptcies, etc so that everybody sees them to fulfill due process. One of the base you talking about basics, Mark? You don't get more basic than due process. Notice and the right to be heard. Is that difficult? Not really. I got to give notice, and I got to have people a place to challenge it. Is that difficult? No. Okay. That's the legal organ. You got it in your town. If it's a small town, it might be in the local newspaper. If it's a bigger town, the lawyers and the legal communities gotten together and they got their own little tabloid deal. You go, you go to the court and say, what's, what's the legal organ for the county? And they'll tell you. Roger, so the FOIA, FOIA is the place where they keep all the factual documents. FOIA, the is, a f- public, FOIA right? is a Freedom of Information Act request. Yeah, goes back to Watergate. This goes back to Watergate. When all, all of a sudden, all we're going to supposed to have some transparency in government. Well, two big things that favor us came out of that. FOIA, one of them. It's not hardly used at all. Incredibly effective. Effective. I've mentioned on here before. I guess some of you guys have seen uh, Clayman is one of them. The other sharp guy. He's not even an attorney. That's the head of Judicial Watch, and I, his name escapes me. Um, that's all they use. They built that whole thing on FOIA's Freedom of Information Act request. Okay, after Watergate. Pardon me. 
Tom Fitton. Fitton, yeah, thank you. Uh, after Watergate, the two things came out of it. FOIA is one of them. The other is that OMB number from the Paperwork Reduction Act that came out of Watergate. So every agency that puts out what's called a public information gathering request. And bureaucratic ease, a public information gathering request, where some agency puts out a piece of paper that gathers information from the public at large. That's what that is. Public information gathering request. It tells you exactly what it is. And so the agency, if that form fits that criteria, it's got to go through the Office of Management and Budget to make sure that everything they're asking you is constitutional. Right. And if they don't fulfill that requirement, and it's very stringent, they don't get issued an OMB number. If they don't get issued an OMB number, it can't be used as a public information gathering request. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they got to go through. You ought to see, and I, I saw it years ago. I don't remember. It is the most tangled, mangled statement. You ought to see the explanation for a 1040 from the Office of Management and Budget. Re, something about recapture property. It's the most vague, unbelievable statement you've ever read. That's the description of a 1040 form. So they've got to give a description of the form to the Office of Management and Budget to send it through this very strict requirement to receive this number that makes it a legitimate public information gathering request. Okay? That's why they've got to put the warning box in the passport application. That's why they've got to tell you you can get out of it. That's what makes this passport app so damn important. It's the only time they've got to tell you because of the background I just gave you. And it's because of that and that moment I related to Mark earlier when I saw both of those two things on the same page that we're here today. Okay, so them them cutting off FOIA uh-huh. from the Federal Register. Okay, yeah, so let me finish. I, I got like that. it. Okay, okay go so that's the legal organ for the federal government, the Federal that's- Register. Right, so removing FOIA. Hold on, Bruce. They, they might want to remove, they're removing, they're trying to remove FOIA. They're saying. And they may be removing the we, OMB, we, team, we, probably. Well, I, who knows about that? But they're telling them, you can't, we're not going to go back in the Federal Register and give you that information. And, and what prompted it, uh, well, I don't know if it prompted it or not, they're just doing it. But it came out of this conversation on this video with Todd Callender and his research assistant this morning. That's the first right, time I've heard that. They're trying to take all that factual information away. Sure. Well, that's what they do. Making it available. Just like they do with ripping the statutes down. So it's not going to be constitutional anymore. Don't know. Okay. I mean, we're extra constitutional now. We wouldn't have this system if we weren't. But the point being is that's the legal organ. So they're not giving you research capabilities into the legal organ of the federal government anymore, evidently. Right. That's the importance of the statement. 
that's obvious that they're doing things on they're, purpose. They're covering their, they're trying to cover their tracks. As just They must be in a tizzy up there. Yeah, they uh, destroy former executive Roger. orders. Yes, all that, all that. And stuff. they do that. Well, they're not destroying them, but they're not letting you foil them. Well, they reword them and number them and stuff. So could be very well. Could be. Look, these people are capable of anything. People, whatever your wildest imagination is, they're capable of it. So Todd Kylander's suit or case is... I don't know. I haven't... For uh, him, and they're trying to work... All right. Well, he's got a... He's got a quo... Oh, he's got a bunch of cases going on. But this one, particularly on this oath thing, is called a quo warrento. It's an old English uh, 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 suit. And so he, he, he... The... Evidently, the guy that's even the head district, he's the head in the federal judiciary of all district judges, all district court judges. He doesn't have one on file either, Merka. Wow. Okay. So I don't know. I didn't get deep enough in the interview. I had to come on the program today, and I won't get to listen to it till later. Okay. Please share that. Well, uh, well, uh, I'll put it at the end of today's show description. Thank you. Okay. So, Roger, so are you, so are you saying that they're inter- they're interfering with our ability to verify due process or lack thereof? Well, we're, they're, we're they're, they're, you know, here's what they're doing, Mark. You're a military guy. Remember back in the old West days with the cavalry, and they're out there and the. Lakota scouts come and sneak up over the hill and see Custer down there in the little basin so they can attack them. And they turn around and walk out backwards with a brush and cover their footprints. That's what they're doing. Like a snow leopard's tail. <clears throat> Bruce, you're trying to say something a couple of times. Yes, sir. Thank you for taking my call today. Um, I know it's a pain in rear end. But uh, one of the other options you got is your county and city halls. You post your affidavit to the Secretary of State up there for 30 days. You go check on it week by week. You have noticed the public. Yeah, and see now. They- know what's on that board and the same thing of course not as public but same thing if you want to file it in the property records office of your county you know i don't know how many people go dig through the property records rolls and might stumble on it go boy this looks interesting i think i'll spend my life looking into this i don't know how many of those you're going to find but you may at least raise some curiosity in a little more of a public footpath place like posting it locally i'm not I'm Chris, the late Chris Cave. That's the only place he can post one. <laughs> Boy, do I miss For you new folks, you can go back in the archives and hear some of those shows. Chris is a hell of a guy. I really miss him around here. 
I've listened to a couple of the shows with Chris. He had amazing recall of all the different case numbers and everything. Big void. Big void. Okay, so and we're he, in. And he could art, it, it, he could articulate the details of language, the words. Oh my god, like nobody else you've ever known. <laughs> and some over at RBN, he called there a lot, and they said, "Oh, here comes the flowery language." <laughs> he was just a heck of a good guy. He was a just he, he was a real important person in all of this. So we miss him. Uh, so where else? Any of that stuff we've covered here the last 30 minutes, not clear. Anybody want any clarification on any of that? The system. I got a comment. Well, go ahead. Go ahead, please. Yes. Um, this is Sketch again. Um, it's very important. I think we don't realize that, you know, the very foundation of a doctor-patient relationship is informed consent and you have the same problem with government as far as us being informed and able in order to be able to consent and oh they got they got you informed a whole bunch through the public schools and then they ask you the two questions hey sketch you a citizen of the united states you're a resident no. I, I, well, I, I, hell, ignorance of the law is no excuse. Sketch ought to know if he's a damn slave, shouldn't he? Yeah, I agree. I'm just, I'm just making, you know, when you, you can't get information from the federal register anymore, how can you consent to be governed anymore? It's, it's, you know, that's the problem. Governed. The, 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 go, the dad. You you mean governed by a bunch of people impersonating government officials that don't have an oath of of, of office on file? You mean that governed? Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and it's um, it's it's you know, it's it's very frustrating and it's very discombobulating. You know, it's uh, you need to be informed and trying to get information. You know, it's it's not not easy these days, Boy, and, and, uh, and we do the best we can. Right? And guess what? It, it, they've convoluted your mind so much that even when you get it, you can't decipher it. Yep, yep. I just wanted to point that out. Uh, you know, informed consent is so important. I rest. Okay. All right. Who else has got something here as we end up the tail end of the show here? If you got something important, now's the time. Don't wait five more minutes and come in with it. Go ahead, Paul. Well, I got a little something. Um, I uh, grabbed the uh, trifold brochure, and I've been working on the, the bag of page of it, and I just pasted the link. Um in the at all every chat we got, except for Chatango. 
but it's in room one, two, and both conference rooms. So if you guys want to okay. check that out, well, look it over. But, if you like, uh, bring but, it, pass but it out. What I'd like for you to do is, well, we can either use this as a, a central point, or if you got comments specifically, put Gary's uh, email in there, and they can just send a comment to Gary and Gina. Okay. All right. Um, so cut cut somebody out of the line here makes things a little easier. So okay, so that'll be posted out there in the chat rooms if you guys want to look at what uh, Gary and Gina produced and uh, if you see anything that you think might be beneficial or something else, let them know. Give them some feedback. There's no learning. This came up yesterday at lunch. There's no learning that takes place without a feedback loop. No. Or they can Roger, or they can make their own too. Well, they can do that so too. Roger and but Gina like, don't have to do the extra work. Well, that, that's true. If they want to do it that way, just make sure it's accurate. Obviously, but uh, I guess if we had something that was could be used by everybody, the same that was effective, that'd be good. I, I don't know. Look, I don't know yeah. any way to move and forward on this, folks. Good. I know how to teach the basics. I know how to understand this. I got my pretty damn firm control of it. Okay, as for organization and and doing all this other stuff, I don't know about that. I'm halfway around the quarter of the way around the world. I'm a long way away. I, you know, I mean, it's just Roger. Yes, people can make their own and then share their ideas it's, and. Um, and we don't want to give out anybody's email without asking them first. Okay, well, that is uh, uh, I, uh, that's, that's why I say why I edited it. Uh, I tried. Gary said he hadn't had time to look at the suggestions that I made, right. so okay. I just changed okay. that page. Okay. This is why I say we got to work as a team. That's why I've tried to structure this from the beginning as a team, as a family, because teams accomplish more than individuals. Okay. Period. Every time, no exceptions. Okay. So that that's why I try and structure it like this. We got no organization. Hell, we didn't even have any people, folks. This has had to be built from the bottom up. And it's not up to just one person to do the work, um, contribute. It's up to everybody. Team, team, team. There ain't no I in team. Learn the information, be factual, and contribute. So, hey, Roger. Yes. Hey, Roger. Hey, it's uh, Baron. Baron from Louisiana. Yeah, Not Baron. 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 Hey, Baron. Hey, hey buddy. Uh, has anyone heard of the term non-citizen national uh, coming from government agencies after they send in their affidavit. Yeah, you get some of that crap back from uh, Mrs. Robinson, but that whole thing is BS. Well, if they, you know, you just go back and clarify them. You, you go back and use their own document. It's a State Department policy document. It's right in there. A national. It doesn't say a non-citizen national. It says a national. Owes total allegiance to a small S state. And send that back to them. So, Roger, what I've seen is that um, a lot of students that are learning are going into TravelState.gov and seeing that first definition about the um, nationality certification and it talks about non-citizen national. So 
people are getting confused now with the national, well, the I, national and the national. I can't imagine why. I can't imagine why they're getting confused, Marka. It was only set up to do that. Right, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. So if you're looking at the non-citizen, it's the U.S. Uh, national American Samoan and Swains Island. And we are the non-resident alien, not non-citizen national. So non-citizen is uh, the national from the U.S. You're only a non-resident alien when it applies to IRS. Only. Exclusively. We are the citizen, the U.S. citizen that has an option to volunteer out of the 14th <clears throat> servitude and become a national of the U.S.A. If you're new listening to this, if you're new, look at the links these people have gone to to hide this. We can't even get people that are familiar with it to be able to differentiate this. That's really a nice document. You what I'm saying is, I just wanted to add that. And you'll find hey, it in Roger Sales. Chatango, oh, too. What do you got to say, Baron? Go ahead, Baron. You got crappy ass communication anyway. I'm just, I'm just, Come on. I'm just, trying, I'm just trying to say that a friend of mine received a letter from the Secretary of State Blinken and the IRS saying that he is recognized as a non-citizen national. That's why I'm asking the question. Not me. Not I me, would I would time. respond to them and correct them that you're not a non-citizen national. That's American Samoan Swains Island. You're a national. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Now, the if it was from IRS, if it was from IRS, in the big picture, it wouldn't really make any difference because a non-citizen national, they don't get tagged with taxes in American Samoa. So they are, in essence, a non-resident okay. alien. Okay. But okay. I would write, but I would address both of those back with a correction that goes in their files and leave it at that and see how they respond. Okay, thank you. I you're, appreciate it. Okay, you're welcome, Paul. But um, I've got a, I've got a clarification. Uh, the only thing I did on that document was edited the information on the resources tab of that. Everything else is Gary and Gina. And all I did was change the links, the book, the the how to join the show, the radio information that's on the resources page. Okay. That's the only one okay. I worked on. All right. No okay. substance. I wondered if that was the all, case because it looks so much like theirs. All, all form and no substance. You didn't change any substance. Well, I just you just sure corrected the form. Credit is due. Okay. Well, that's good. All right, we're right at the tail end of this uh, shindig today, folks. Josie, I didn't mean to get upset with you. I got very frustrated. I get very frustrated. I pour my whole life into this, and I can't get somebody to do a damn pretty simple system correctly. So I hope you understand my frustration. It's your freedom. If you don't want to do it correctly, don't do it. Okay? If you're interested in your freedom, do it the way that we've gone through many, many years of getting it down this simple. It's pretty simple, folks. It ain't complicated. Okay? I mean, you got to admit, it's pretty damn simple. 
I ain't charging you anything for it. It's right there. It's yours. If you want to reach out and take it, grab it and run with it. If you're going to do it, do it correctly. You know, I can't tell you how many times my father hammered into my head when I was a kid, anything worth doing is worth doing well. Anything worth doing is worth doing well. Is your freedom worth doing? Do it well. Do it right. Sorry, Jesse. It's my frustration, okay? I don't want to take it out on you. And if you're new, I'm sorry. You know, not normally get emotional, but I get emotional about that kind of stuff because you got a young boy in a situation with his family on the line. All right. I'll be back tomorrow with Thumper. If you want to go over there, it's the only video I do. You can see me. Uh, in person they're talking if you want to do that uh and we'll be back here monday and we'll jump right back into the carousel on monday i guess and even though it is memorial day and holiday we'll be here i'll see y'all then thank you roger It's buried. You got to damn dig for it. Deja vu, Elvin.